0: How is it going, everybody? Welcome back to Social Media Marketing School. For those of you that are new here, I am your host, Ethan Bridge. And before we dive into today's episode, I just want to make sure you have smashed that subscribe button or follow button, depending on what platform you are listening on. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, if you enjoy what you hear today, make sure you head over to the show page, scroll to the bottom, and leave the show a five-star rating amort you. But now we've got that out of the way, I just want to start off by saying thank you all for tuning in and let's dive straight into today's episode. Today, I'm gonna be teaching you various different ways to decrease your cost per click and increase that click-through ratios so that your hard-earned money that you're spending on Facebook ads can go much further and you're spending less money altogether to convert your customers. So without any further ado, let's dive straight into the first tip. Now, tip number one, and this is to target a very specific audience. Now, some of you might be thinking, This guy doesn't know what he's talking about. If you have a broader audience, your CPM is going to be lower. So having a more specific audience, your ads are going to cost you more. But hear me out. Yes, having a broad audience is great if you want those high reach metrics. But when it comes to it, you've got to think about what you are actually using your ad for. What is your end goal? If it's reach, if it's engagement, then great go for that wider audience, go for something that's less targeted, because yes, you will have a lower CPM and be able to reach more people. But if you want to convert, if you want to get people to click through onto your website, if you want people adding stuff to their basket, if you want to sell a product, those reach metrics don't matter to you whatsoever. You want to be maximizing that click-through rate and customer conversions. And to do that, you want to be incredibly specific with your targeting so that you are targeting those people you know want to purchase your product. You should know who your target audience is. You should have a customer profile that you know will buy from you. So if you can target that exact customer opposed to a broad range of people, then obviously that specific group of people are much more likely to convert than the broader audience. So when you actually look at your results in more detail and you actually look at the cost per click metric, you'll soon see that as you get more specific, if your ad, your creative has to be good, otherwise it's just not gonna convert anyway, if your ad is great and you target a very niche group of people who you know are likely to buy from you, your cost per click value is likely to be the same, if not lower, than if you were to target a much broader range of people. Now, your cost per click might be lower on a broader range of people because more people are clicking through, but you don't know whether they're your ideal customer, so they're less likely to convert in the long run. So, by targeting that much more niche-specific group of people, yes, your CPM is gonna be higher because there's less people to target, but your click-through ratio is gonna be higher, which means your cost per click's gonna go down and your conversion rate is gonna go up because the people that are clicking through on your ad are much more likely to buy. So, it depends what you want your end goal to be. Do you want those reach metrics or do you want to convert? If you want those reach metrics, go for the wider audience base. But if you actually want to convert, be incredibly specific with your targeting. Niche down, with your interest targeting, don't just have one interest. Instead, go into much more detail, layer it up. Have the interest targeting as someone who likes entrepreneurship as well as something else and they've purchased something within the past 30 days you've got to get incredibly targeted with that you know these people are keen buyers because they've purchased something in the last 30 days and depending how many layers you put on the interest targeting you can really niche down how interested they are in what you are selling whereas if you were to just target entrepreneurship that's a ton of people you don't know whether your ad is actually being shown to someone that actually wants to buy from you. It's a pure guess. So get niche, get specific, and you will see that click-through rate go up and that cost per click go down. But to get really specific with your targeting, you obviously have to understand your audience. And this moves really nicely onto the next tip I want to mention. And this is making sure you understand the relevancy score. You would have seen it It's one of those things that is ranked from one to 10, and you will see it within your ads manager. Your relevance score, essentially one, it's not relevant to the audience you're targeting whatsoever. If it's 10, you've got your ad spot on. The people you are targeting with your ad are completely relevant to the ad you are showing them. So you want to aim for as high a number between one and 10 as possible. Nine or 10 is perfect. 10 is obviously the most ideal. If it's anything less than that, you can safely assume that the ad you're showing them just isn't relevant. So you need to switch up your targeting or maybe switch up your creative or switch up the product to make sure you are targeting the right people. But understanding that relevancy score is key because that relevancy score is gonna directly affect your cost per click. If you aren't targeting someone who's relevant, they aren't going to click on your ad. Plain and simple, that's pretty self-explanatory. If you are targeting someone that's relevant, they're much more likely to click through. So there is a direct correlation between your relevancy score and your cost per click. But as I did mention before I transitioned into this point, this is all down to how well you know your target audience, your ideal customer. Over time, this is obviously going to be something that you learn and you learn in more detail. At first, you might not know. But actually analyzing the data you see through your Facebook ads, you can really pinpoint that specific customer that you need to be targeting to. Now, as I said, this might not be easy at first. You don't know what age bracket you need to be targeting, what interest you need to be targeting. Obviously, I hope you have a general idea, but as you spend more money on Facebook ads, you gain more data and you'll be able to pinpoint a little bit more accurately than you would at the beginning so it's important that you don't get discouraged right away because your pixel hasn't got any data you don't know who your ideal target customer is down to a t and therefore the initial money that you are spending on facebook ads isn't going to go as far because you don't know the perfect customer to target or whether your creative is good and your pixel hasn't learned so it's not going to be targeting the ideal people, but as you spend more money, you will get more data, and as you get more data, you will begin to understand your audience, and as you begin to understand your audience, it's much more likely that you will convert. So do not get discouraged in the beginning. As you get further and further down the line with Facebook ads, you will see much more success because you have more data. More data is everything, but back to the point, understand your relevancy score. There is a direct correlation between relevancy and your cost per click. The more relevant your ad is to the audience, the lower your cost per click is going to be. And you can easily see that correlation. The more relevant it is, it is obviously going to apply more to them. If it applies more to them, they're much more likely to click. So higher relevancy score, lower ad costs. Now, moving on to my next point, and it is utilizing retargeting ads. Retargeting ads should be a key pillar in your Facebook ad strategy. If you aren't using retargeting ads, and I hate this saying, but you are essentially just leaving money on the table. You have already spent that initial money to show your ad to a large amount of people. Once they have seen it once, they are familiar with you and your brand or your product. The more familiar someone is with you, The more they trust you, the more likely it is that you will convert. So don't give up after the first round. Retarget these individuals because they are a more warm audience. Now I have made podcast episodes in the past where I've spoken about my favorite retargeting methods. So if you want to know about retargeting in more detail, make sure you go and listen to those because I'm only going to run over it very briefly and some examples of ones you could use here. But if you want to see it in more detail, make sure you go and listen to that episode because it is a really, really in-depth episode about three different retargeting strategies that I encourage you to use. But as I said, the warmer the audience is, the much more likely they are to interact with your ad. If they're much more likely to interact with your ad, cost per click goes down, click-through ratio goes up. Simple as but it's important to understand what type of retargeting ads you should be using because you don't want to retarget someone who showed no interest whatsoever. Someone who consumed less than three seconds of your video ad is unlikely to want to purchase from you. So you need to be looking into your data and making sure you are using relevant retargeting ads depending on how interested people actually were in your initial ad. So for example, I suggest you actually set up multiple retargeting ads, because there are going to be various different steps as to which people got down your funnel. So number one for example, a 50 plus percent video view retargeting ad. If they watched more than 50 percent of your ad, you grabbed their attention, they know about you, they know who you are because they consumed a fair part of your ad. So make that a retargeting audience. Anything higher than 90 is a must. You definitely must be retargeting people who consumed more than 90% of your video because they spend a lot of time on your ad. They definitely know who you are. They may have not clicked through to your website, but if you retarget them again, they're likely to. Retarget people that did visit your website. These are people that obviously were intrigued by your ad, hence why they clicked through, but they didn't get down the rest of the funnel because It could have been due to an external factor. You never know why someone may have not completed a purchase. But if you retarget them again, you build a bit more trust, they might get a little bit further down the funnel. Next, add to carts, retarget add to carts. Add to carts are one of the warmest audiences you can have. These people have clicked through your ad. They've shown enough interest to actually add the product to their carts. So they were really, really interested. Now, they may have not purchased for plethora of different reasons but you can't pinpoint that unless you know exactly there may have been something up with your website that could have been completely down to you. But it could have been an external factor, they may have had to go for dinner or the phone may have rang, something that is completely out of your control and they may have just forgotten about the purchase. So retarget them. Tell them they got really close to purchasing and that they need to come back and finish off their purchase. That Type of retargeting ad is so, so warm and is so likely to convert. Retargeting ads, because people are warm, they are very, very relevant. When people are very, very relevant, they're much more likely to click through. That is an easy, easy way to reduce your ad cost. Now, moving on to my final tip of the episode, and that is to make sure you are refreshing your creatives. If you aren't refreshing your creatives, you experience this thing called ad fatigue. And you'll realise what this is if you are to leave your creatives the same for a period longer than let's say two or three weeks. When you are showing the same ad over and over again to a similar audience, some people might see that ad more than once, it's likely it's going to get less and less effective. And you completely understand that. The first people may have been instantly mesmerised by your ad. And that's because it's the first time they were seeing it, but the second time they're just going to go, hmm, seen this one before, I enjoyed it last time and watch it again maybe, might get some of the way through it. But if they're showing it again and again and again, it's going to get worse and worse and worse because people are going to not consume it because they've seen it before. So you need to make sure that you are keeping your creatives fresh. Make sure you are keeping an eye on your analytics. As soon as you begin to see this ad fatigue, that should be an instant spark in your mind going, right, I need to change this now. So every two or three weeks, make sure you are refreshing your creatives. One thing I would suggest is to have a different creative for each step of the funnel. So on that first ad they are shown, have an ad. Your original creative, spark interest, tell them about your brand. Don't try and sell them anything because you don't wanna try and sell people on the first attempt that it is. Sales rule number one. You have to build that relationship first. Have an ad that's going to build that relationship and then retarget these people with a different creative. You've built that relationship, you've built that trust. Now you can start to edge in your product and services and then again, third creative, a little bit more down the funnel, have another one. Now you can start feeding in that product and getting that conversion. Now these people might get to your cart page, they might add the product, to their basket, reach checkout but not checkout, make sure you are using a new creative on these individuals. Have a creative where you say, look, we understand that you actually got really close to purchasing our product because you know you, they actually did. So you can put that in your ad, but make sure this ad is only being shown to those that that happened to. If you're targeting brand new people with this ad, they're gonna be very confused. But you've got to apply a different creative to each stage of the funnel. That means that every single time someone sees an ad from you, it's going to be different, it's going to be fresh in their mind, and it's going to be more effective. So that was tip number four. Make sure you are on top of your creatives. Refresh them every two to three weeks, and that way you will avoid ad fatigue. And that does round up today's episode of the podcast. If you have any questions with regards to anything I've mentioned, please just reach out to me on Instagram, at The Marketing Ethan, send me a DM and I'll make sure I get back to you. But if you did enjoy today's episode, hit that subscribe button or that follow button, depending on what platform you are listening on. That way you will never miss an episode when I post every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday now just one more ask from me guys if you are listening on apple podcasts i'd really appreciate if you head over to the show page scroll to the bottom and leave a five star rating and review if you do that make sure you send me a screenshot on instagram of that review i will give you a shout out on my instagram story and i'll also give you a shout out in the next podcast episode once your review has shown up on the podcast but I just want to finish off the episode by saying thank you all for tuning in to Social Media Marketing School.